morning, everybody. Hello, Sharice Johnson Moore here, and it is time again for your daily devotional. Okay, baby, so today for September the 18th, we are going to talk about Genesis 14, 1 through 24. 14, 1 through 24. Okay, and let's look at the way God guides Abram and Lot. So, let's get into this. It's Genesis 14, 1 through 24. All right, come on, let's let's get into this word. It is about Abram and Lot. Abram and Lot. Okay, so come on, babies, let's do this. everybody it is time to read chapter it's time to read this chapter genesis 14 1 through 24 genesis 14 1 through 24 and it came to pass in the days of am raphael king of shania Arak, king of alasar che or Leoramo, king of elam entitled King of Nations, that these made war with Barak, king of Sodom, and with Bishai, Bishir, king of Gomorrah, Shidnab, king of Admon, and Sheber, king of Zebion, and the king of Bela, which is Zoel. All these were joined together in the vale of Siddim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Chaladamore, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year, fourteenth year came Chaladamore. And the kings that were with him, and smote the Raphims in Ashtaroth, Karnim, and the Zuzims in Ham, and the Ems in Shavah, Karithium, and the Horites in their Mount Seir. Unto El El Putram, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to Enmishphoth, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites that dwelt in Hezarzeum Tiramar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Admon, and the king of Zibion, and the king of Bilah, 
the same is Zoel. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Sidon with Chad O Lamar, the king of Elam, and with Title King of Nations, and F. Raphael, and Raphael, king of Sinir, and Amorite, king of Elasar, four kings with five. And the veil, Sidom, was full of slime pits, and the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there. And they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their vessels and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshkol, Eshkol, and brother of Edner, and these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them until then. And he delivered himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Habah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chalolamar. And the kings were that were with him at the valley of Shava, which is the king's vale. And Melchizedek, king of Salam, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, and the Most High God, the the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take Anything that is thine, least thou sayest, shouldest, shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. Save only that which the young men have eaten, 
the portion of the men which went with me, Anir, Eskul, and Mar and Mari. Let them take their portion. Oh dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning to say thank you. We come to you to say thank you at this very moment in time that we have you in our life. Lord, help us understand your word. Give us understanding of its very meaning, of its very existence, of its very core value. Lord, let us not forget your word, for it is our daily bread. And we thank you, Lord, for our daily bread. For it gives us life, gives us substance, and it gives us meaning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, we see in this chapter... Genesis 14, 1 through 24. We see that the different factions or different tribes in this area are in a war. And during this war, Lot is taken from his land and his possessions are taken and he is taken as a prisoner of war. I'll say it like that. That's the way we know it as to as in today's terms. The tribes get to fight and people rebelling and 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 somebody doesn't want to be under someone else rule anymore. Basically this is what this passage is talking about. And you get the leaders of Sodom and Gomorrah and <clears throat> and all these other tribes and they're they're arguing and fighting over land and who gonna rule over who and who, you know, and just all hell breaks out and Lot gets in. Lot is not in the mess, but because of where he is in that region, um, he becomes a prisoner of war. And Abram hears about that Lot and his family and all his possessions and things are taken, right? And Abram like, hey, 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 anybody gonna take my my nephew and you you know uh, I'm I'm gonna give it to you like I see it in today's terms. And they go. He bring. He gets all. Abram gets all his men, and, and he says it is. Says in four in, in fourteen fourteen, and when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his house, three hundred and eighteen, and pursued them unto Dan. He pursued the captives that took Lot, and he didn't sit around. He didn't wait. He said, "All right, come on, let's let's roll out. Let's roll out. Let's let's roll out." And he pursued them, he conquered them, and 
and he obtained Lot back. He obtained Lot. Okay, he rescued Lot. Okay, so after everybody hears about this, and you know, um, and he he obtains Lot and his goods, and the, and the women also, and the people that were taken into captivity. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him. And he returned from the slaughter of Chal, uh, Chal, of 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 Chalorum, and <clears throat> that is a place. And the thing is, is that all these kings they come after they had battle, and they heard what Abram did and all that. They wanted, all right, well, look. Do you, you can have these possessions, you can have this, we'll give you that, and this and that. And Abel says, I don't want none of your stuff. Abel says, I do not want none of your stuff. I don't want you to say you gave me nothing. I don't want you to say that uh, you made me or you, 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 uh, you promoted me or we did all this for you. Abram didn't want them to get none of that credit. He said, no, I don't want none of your stuff because I'm my own man. And he had integrity. That showed how much integrity and character that he had. When he t- when he goes out and defeats these people on his own, and now somebody else has heard about this battle, and now they want to say, okay, well, we give you this, we give you that, and we give you this. And Abram says, Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have... I have lift up my mine hand unto the Lord and the Most High God and the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine. Least thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich, save only which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Ania, Ashlon, and Memory, let them take their portion. Basically, he's saying, look, I don't want you to give me, I don't want you to say that you made me rich. I don't want you to say that you gave me something, and you're going, you want to, you, you are trying to make yourself be Say that you made me this way. I don't want you to get no credit for that. And then he says, I just want the men to get what they deserve of what was taken from them. That's basically what he's saying. Let them have in return of what was taken from them. Land, possessions, things like that. Let them have that. Now, if you read back, in this time frame, when Abram, you know, he's just sitting there, you know, he's sitting there, and he hears, and all this war is breaking out around him, and he has heard a word, someone has given him a word, someone, an escaped prisoner, has given him the word that they have taken his nephew, right? Lot don't sit there, Lot don't, he don't like, look. Well, I got to think about it. I don't know who I'm going to go with. Oh, you know, he just says he has enough confidence. Abram has enough confidence in himself to say, look, I'm going to go ahead and take the, I'm going to go ahead 
and I'm going to go get this nephew of mine. I'm going to go ahead and go out and get, get my nephew back. Anybody just going to kidnap my kin and walk away with it, right? So he takes his men, and he does what he has to do. He has so much confidence within himself as a man, he says, I will go and fight for my nephew to get him back. I don't care if I die or not. It does not matter to him. He knows that he has to go get this nephew. Do you realize how much confidence a person has when everything around them is going hell in the handbasket or with gasoline boots on, as I say, um, and everything is burning, everything is everything's looking crazy around you, but you made a solid decision to stick with this task at hand, and you do not want you do not divert from this task at hand that you have something to accomplish even though all hell is breaking up around you. And all hell is is people are dying, people are killing each other, people are coming in, and it, and it's like you got all this stuff going around you, but you got your mind set on this one task. That's how Abram is in this in this in this situation. He's got this one task, and he's made it this one task. He's a and he goes out and accomplishes this one task, and he says to this other man, offering him, "Well, you can have this, you can have that." I, he was like, "I don't want your stuff." I ain't come here for all that. I came in for the sole purpose. I got what I want. And my men that came with me, can they get their stuff back and to get the portion that they deserve? I ain't trying to be, I don't want to be no made man. I don't want to be, I, I, I ain't come here to get no clout. I didn't come here to, um, I didn't come here to uh, need you. I really don't need you. That's what Abram is saying. I don't need you because I already got everything I got. I already got everything I want. It's something about that that feels good when you can turn around and you have a task at hand and you accomplish that task without even asking anybody for any help. You got your own circle. You got your own clan. You got your own, you know, everybody. That's like a business. You got all your employees, you got you and your employees, and you got this big task coming in, and you know that you got to have it accomplished right now. So you accomplish that, you get it done, you get it done, you do what you got to do, and you get it done, right? So and he said, and then the man said, okay, well, whatever you want, you take it. No, I don't want none of your stuff. That's how we got to be. That's how we got to be in our faith. That's how we got to be in our stance with God. Because when you know where your help come from, you don't need no other man. You don't need no man to give you no clout. You don't need no man to say, okay, I bought you out. Uh, I get, I help you with this, I help you with your failing business. So now I want you to give me all this. I, I want you to give me the recognition because I helped you. Even like, I ain't trying to go through all, I don't need all that. I got what I got. That's how we understand in our relationship with God. We had to look at God as the sole provider of what we have, and we don't need other people. We don't need, we already know where our help come from. Come from the Lord. So why would I need regular man when I got God? 
Why do I? Why do I want your clout? Why do I need? Why do I need your stuff? I don't need your stuff. I got enough because God already gave me enough. That's the what. That's what this passage. This is the, the passage says. Abram decided not to accept the man's belonging, the stuff the man was offering him, because he didn't want he didn't want the man to say get no credit. Because he didn't, he didn't think Abram th- didn't think that man deserved that credit. He already knew where his credit was coming from. He knew where it come from God above. And when you in a relationship with God, like when you're in a relationship with God, that's the way you have to stand. You have to stand by yourself. This is what I am. I'm me. This is me. This is all me. And it's just me and Jesus. Just me and God alone. I don't need I don't I don't need no accolades. I don't need I don't need going to take nobody else's stuff. And I don't wanna be and I really don't know I don't wanna owe you nothing. Cause have you have if you ever have you ever been in that situation where you had you got you have gotten what you have gotten and then somebody comes along and sees how good you're doing and then they want to take they want to say, Oh he I wanna help you And then here they go, where they want all this credit for the stuff they just did a little bit, but you did the majority of it. And they think because they came in and gave their little help that, that that's supposed to give them all the clout that you're supposed to be up under, that you're going to, now I'm going to give you control over everything I have. And I want you to give me the recognition. He was saying, no, that ain't, that ain't what I want. That's how we have to do with our faith with God. You know, and, and and it's very important that we do that. That we stay steadfast on what we believe, and we know God got us, and we don't we don't need nobody else's help unless God sends it to us. He said, "All right, I already got your clan, I already got your men, I already got. Come on, go on out there, do what you got to do." All right, Abram does it. He's in around asking nobody for no help. He he's doing his way. Him and God, God is leading him. He's like God lead him into what he want him to do, and this is where he leads him. So, what are you standing on today? What kind of character do you have? Are you are you standing on your own? Do you stand with God, or you know, or you letting somebody else talk into your ear and poison your water? Poison your water to to where they want to get this recognition, or they want to get this, or uh, they want to have a stand ovation because they think they're helping you with something. Sometimes all help ain't good help. <laughs> Sometimes all help is not good help. It could come and some flowers and bow and all this, and then this person, then they get big-headed and they think they done done something for somebody. And they want this recognition. And sometimes you have to tell them no. Sometimes it's good to tell people no about stuff. Because it's all, sometimes people have ulterior motives. Ulterior motives about what they think that you should do and, and they want all the they want all the recognition, just cause they came to help you. You know, oh well, I, I want this, I want this, and I did this, and I did this for you, and then they they get the point where oh, I want to throw it in your face, make you feel guilty, and things like that. And that and, and Abram's like, I no, I don't want nothing. I, I don't want nothing. 
Because I ain't got time for that game. I don't have time to deal with other people and their manipulation or their cunningness or their, their, their swindling or, or however they practice their dealings with other people. I ain't getting, I'm not going to get wrapped up into your mess. Because I don't know how you roll. So I'm going to just keep my distance. I'm good. I came what I had to do. And um, no, I'm all right. I'm good. I don't want nothing from you, man. I don't want nothing from you. So now that's how we have to do. Because everything that come at you is not good. It's not a good opportunity. It's not a good look. It's not a good vibe. And God is saying, is this good for you or not? Yeah, I just want, I, I just, just feed the men, just feed them. Then, then Abram gives some specific instructions. He said, just give the man their portions of what they do. Give them what they do, feed them, that's all, feed them and give them their portions. That's it. I don't want nothing else. That's all. He's looking out more for the men folks than he is himself. Now, that's a sign of a leader. Where they look out more for the people that's with them than looking out for themselves when the man said, oh, well, here, you can have all this or whatever. They were like, I don't want your stuff. I just want what the men will do. I just want what these people I work with are do. You know, and I've taken care of them. They come with me. I want to look out for them. I ain't thinking about myself. That's true leadership. So... This is what we get from today's topic. Abram shows his leadership in more ways than one. So I want you to read over this, contemplate this, and get a get a good feel for this. This chapter, chapter Genesis 14, 14, 1 through 24. It's about Abram. Abram takes a stance and does what he's supposed to do, but he does not does not, does not accept anything for himself. He looks out for others. That is true leadership. Okay, everybody, it has been a pleasure. It has been a marvelous time to spend with y'all today for this day of devotional. And, you know, what are you going to do when all hell breaks out? And what are you going to, that's most important to you when it does? What are you going to stand for? What are you going to have characteristics? Are you going to have leadership skills when all hell is breaking loose around you? And what is most important to you at that time when all hell is breaking loose? Okay? So, I want y'all to think about that. And I love y'all. And y'all have a blessed day. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, 
We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. everyone hello 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here and I have something special for you okay I'm starting a new streaming channel and it is entitled LBM TV okay so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay you know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen 4.5 million people oh my god that's a lot of people right so i'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my tv channel lbm tv an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you. <laughs>